Hello and welcome to the last episode of Now We're Talking for the year of 2016. And folks, what a year it's been. Today I am joined in the studio by two guests, one of whom will be coming up a little later. But right now, it's an actor of film and television. I'm joined by the wonderful Sarah Lind. Hello, Sarah. Hi. Um, how are you today? I'm very well, thanks. I'm in the middle of a shoot and I have my day off. This is going to be my last film job, so I'm just enjoying it for now. <laughs> that's, a, that's an incredible bombshell to drop in, in, the, in the first sentence you're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> it's, it's news to me too, I guess. That just comes right out with it. Well, I mean, I'm glad you're able to have a good day in, uh, in what is really the dying breaths of 2016, the worst year in history. This has been... Yeah, probably the worst year. I mean, I feel confident in saying that, having having lived only through the last couple decades. I, <laughs> right. I feel perfectly confident in saying that this has been the worst year in history. I can't think of any other events in history that have been worse uh, than uh, the death no, of a gorilla. I mean, definitely not. None come to mind. I think the last time we had a year that even approached one as bad as this was um, before we ever even had Harambe. The bleak, the bleak time where planet Earth had no Harambe. Yeah, you know. the goodness existed during Harambe. We were, in a, there... we were in a grace period. We were, Earth. yeah. And, you know, we'll never get him back. Yeah. Um, well, we might get him back. Who knows? Maybe we'll have the technology. That's true. I hope they froze him. Or he'll come back as a ghost. Yeah, that's good. As a force ghost. Yeah, one of those zoo ghosts. Those are, people love those. <laughs> a classic zoo ghost. <laughs> which yeah. one is, let me ask you a question. Every zoo ghost sure. you've ever seen, which one's been your favorite? <laughs> I guess if I had to pick one, it would be the ghost of the dick dick. Sure. Yeah. Every dead dick dick just, I mean, <laughs> nothing could beat that. I like the uh, the ghost of what was the did the, it was a uh, it was a Nordic country they <laughs> executed a giraffe in front of people. Are you making that up? I don't think so. Maybe I am. <laughs> Maybe my mind has been warped. But I feel like they just on a regular day at the zoo killed a giraffe in front of a crowd. I mean, I think. You just undermined your entire thesis of 2016 being the worst year if, like, once upon a time they killed the only ever Nordic giraffe in existence in front of a zoo full of children. I think that was probably the worst year. It was a slow day. <laughs> just thought, you know what, not enough happening today. Well, I mean, you know what they say in those Nordic countries, slow day, slow death. Get rid so of one of the giraffes. Kind of... <laughs> yeah. Too tall. Short life. I mean, <laughs> the longer the neck, the shorter the life. That's what they say in Nordic countries and Nordstrom. I mean, it's good news for uh, good news for Daleks, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the definitely. only thing I can think of with that neck at the moment. I don't know what a Dalek is. It's like one of those. Uh, is where, in explaining what it is, I'm realizing the fault in what I've said because it's one of those things from Doctor Zoo. Doctor Zoo. Doctor <laughs> Zoo. <laughs> One of the things from Doctor Who, where uh, it looks like an upside-down trash can moving around. But, of course, and I, that's one, I, that's believe, one of the I believe there's a creature inside, actually. Well, you know, that sort of brings me back to the so-called bombshell I dropped earlier, which is that for reasons such as those, I'm getting out of the film and television industry. I think it's just unacceptable that a show can come up with a creature and give it a name, and it's just an upside-down garbage can walking around places. So uh, the good news is that I, I won't be lending my face to screens, but I will be lending my voice to ears. 
Are you doing only audio formats then, or are you going to be yeah. voicing things that also have pictures going along with them? No, I, I don't. I hope not. That's my goal. No visual component to my so canon we're of So we're talking radio plays? We're talking... Uh, no, I mean, I, what, what sort of spurred this, uh, I, I discovered a new passion for voice work. When I booked a, a job, I was asked to be the voice of Bob Hope Airport. <laughs> In what? <laughs> I don't like to give away spoilers, people. There's a there's a lot of debate about whether there are spoilers that can even exist in the voice can I, work world. Can I speculate? But I'll give, can you speculate? Sure, certainly. Is it the sequel to Planes? No, not at all. No, I'll give you a little taste. <clears throat> so if you go to Bob Hope Airport, you uh, will hear my work, such things. I'll, maybe I'll just do a couple lines from it. Okay. Welcome to Bob Hope Airport. Or um, another one that I really like is... Um, Hang on, are you please, just doing like a, the tannoy system for the airport? That's my job. That's what I booked uh, recently. It was just like a... So it's not for a piece of... No, no, I'm the, I mean, I am the voice of Bob Hope Airport. So oh, I see. I when thought you, you were voicing the character of an airport. No, I'm not into in character the... work. I'm not into any story or plot. Uh, I just like to do pure... I'm a voice purist is what I learned so you know um please report any unattended baggage to security personnel is that specific intonation to bob hope airport or would you say if you were doing jfk would you change your voice i would have to yeah i mean that uh vocal range that i used is now property of bob hope airport so, so i mean there are lots of other airports but let's uh, say you have to do jfk right now how would you do it Welcome to JFK International Airport. Maybe More something nasal, like that. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, it depends. You know, there's a voice worker who sort of specializes in nasality, and so I don't... She's really got the market cornered on that, so I'd probably have to come up with something different. But, uh, but you know, I mean, I, I'm new to this. This is a new could, passion. Could you do international new... airports? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Der Airport in Internationalisten. I'd have to learn the languages, but that's not, I'm not I'm, concerned about that. I think a, that could be packaged and sold as it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean if, the, if someone records, records this podcast and plays it at an airport, that's got to work. That's true. That could happen. Uh, it shouldn't, you know, but, uh, you know, in the voice well, workers' we union. In, that's 2016. That's 2016. Anyone can steal your vocal tone. That's the kind of thing people do. With, with impunity. Well, I know, I know you're going to make the transition from screen acting to voice acting. Oh, baby, it's already made. Oh, really? It happened <laughs> just now. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I, I gave my notice at acting, you know, this is my last movie, so. <laughs> and did your notice at acting? Yeah, I did. <laughs> How was that? Was it emotional? No, it wasn't because... Because uh, you, you couldn't act anymore. Yeah. yeah exactly. Can you no longer have... act because of that? No, it's, it's just a relief. I w I've been tired of feeling things for years, so now I, I no longer have to do that. Well, I'm still hoping that, uh, you know, it's the end of the year, so it's kind of awards season. I was thinking maybe we could be very, we could, you know, this would, this would be a very emotional episode. One of us would cry, maybe. It's going to have to be you. I don't do that anymore. Well, you're going to have to upset me. Is well, you know, we have plenty of time left. So you don't have to do it right now. But... see what comes to be. So 2017 is coming up. Yes. It's a, uh, <laughs> it's a mysterious beast. I hope not. Was that a smooth transition to you? I hope it's a milder beast than the last one. 
Yeah. In like a lion, out like a lamb, right? In like a lion, out like a lamb. <laughs> Is that a phrase? Yes. I've never heard that before. No, that's how they that's how they talk about the spring. The spring comes in like a lion. Then it goes out like a lamb, or vice versa. In like a lamb, out like a what lion. What a wonderful machine the spring is to turn such a vicious <laughs> creature. Yeah, delicious creature machine the spring. Into, oh, lions may be delicious. <laughs> what? Delicious? We haven't tried them. Did you say delicious? <laughs> I, don't, I don't even remember what I said, um, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> Sarah 2017 is just around the corner. <laughs> Do you have any no. New Year's resolutions? Um, one of the things that I am considering is um, washing my hands more often. Uh, I also would like to... Much like Pontius Pilate. What? <laughs> Pilate washed his hands. Yeah, I mean, he killed Jesus. Did he? What about hair? I don't <laughs> I'm remember not him. suggesting that you're hope, hoping washer. to kill Jesus. No, no. <laughs> I mean, are you aiming to kill Jesus? <laughs> no, I mean, I'm aiming to forge new territory here. That's been done. I mean, Jesus has been killed to death, you know, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so, um, the, the other one, I, I have, I'd like to do, to do a reprise of last year's resolution, which is to tell someone to fuck off but only if they deserve it. I didn't get a chance to do that in 2016. And of all the years, you'd wow. think that would have been it. Yeah, right? If, I mean, if you could have told someone in 2016 to fuck off, who would your pick have been? If I could tell anyone to fuck off... Maybe it was someone that died that you were about to tell. When Maybe. Uh, just, like, fly to Montreal, uh, knock on Leonard Cohen's door, and then just be like, thanks for the words... Thanks for the music, but fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> but then, the, but then the sad thing is that he did. I didn't. I didn't <laughs> and I'm such a fan of his that I thought that would be good. And but no, he 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 took it literally. He fucked completely off. Yeah. <laughs> when, when you say literally, did he die with fucking? <laughs> Wait, I did not say literally. Maybe <laughs> I did. You did. <laughs> Listeners, I implore you to rewind about 15 seconds. <laughs> Speaking of <laughs> people who have fucked off, a.k.a. died yes. this year, um, I, th I thought we'd have... We've had our own casualties here on Now We're Talking, and I just I just want to give sort of an Oscar-style obituary for all the people that we've lost this year, for all the sacrifices good, good. we've made in the name of podcasting. Yeah, good. So... Please join me in remembering the following people. Rory Pyle, who we thought was a dead little boy, who I guess was still a dead little boy, but from years and years ago. So, didn't die this year, but uh, had, did die at some point. The Counter, a mysterious supervillain. I mean, a self-proclaimed supervillain, because he didn't really do anything evil. In fact, he was the victim of a crime. Uh, he was shot in the studio. Rest in peace. Uh, to the many horses, ferrets, and turtles that were slaughtered in the warm meats factory. I want to say rest in peace to those. Rest in peace to Mistress the Cat, the beloved pet of Goodnight Troops radio host Thomas Sinclair, who jumped from the vehicle on the highway. A cat suicide, as many have called it. Penguino the Penguin, who was tragically gunned down by Chang Roland in the shitty zoo of Hillsborough, Ohio. 
Little Frankie the rat who died at an undetermined time in the pocket of, <laughs> of Tony Pepperoni. <laughs> Reading this list <laughs> makes me realise truly what a seminal work this podcast has been. <laughs> to all the uh, plant workers at the Johnson Family Company who died because of uh, the tests of the No More Tears shampoo, of course, rest in peace to Sheldon Bean, the young chimney sweep boy who crashed through the ceiling of the studio and died on the table right before us. I would tell you his final words, but I can't remember them. Uh, rest in peace to Husky Fucker, <laughs> brother of Dingo. Rest in peace, of course, to another casualty that happened in this very room, incredibly messily. Lolly Fernando, star of Little Roundies, who sort of exploded. I'm not sure why. And, of course, rest in peace to Hollywood actress Jessica Alba. And the hundreds of others who died, excuse me, who died uh, in the crashes at the airport just a few weeks ago. So I hope you're all, you'll join me, everyone, in uh, celebrating their lives and uh, mourning their deaths. Congratulations on the number of uh, podcasts you were able to do. Well, thank you. This will be uh, number 26, I believe. That's very good. That That's very good. And I'm sure Shepard I can think of no... one in there. You got 2016, so that's a sign from uh, God. Yeah, probably straight from God. 2016, a year in review. Kung Fu Panda 3? Before you came to the studio today, yes. Where were you? What were you doing? I ordered a plate of spaghetti mm -hmm. with a single meatball. It mm -hmm. was a stuffed meatball, sure. mixed meat mm -hmm. stuffed with, I'm gonna guess, mixed cheeses. Yep. It was four dollars per meatball. How big is this meatball? Golf ball. Call it a golf ball. I mean, okay, <laughs> that price is outrageous. <laughs> I, I I agree. Maybe it's a little bigger than a golf ball. How many meats Maybe and like cheeses are in Maybe like those red, white, and blue foam balls that, you know, you throw against a wall. <laughs> that sounds like a desecration of the American flag. Actually, that's a good point. The meatball was the exact size of a wadded-up American flag <laughs> wet from at a wall. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I myself have never done this, but, you know, you can easily find someone who will. Sure. <laughs> the yellow pages. Yeah, under ball waters, flag waters, flag flag water, flag ball water. Just let's just look for flag ball waters. <laughs> You'll find what you're looking for. So you're moving into voice acting. Have you yes. employed any sort of a mentor, a sensei, a coach? I have my voice coach, uh, because being the voice of Bob Hope Airport fell into my lap, to be perfectly honest. And after that, I realized how green I am and how much work I needed to do and how much I needed to learn. So I hired the very best coach in the voice workers world. Sure, you know uh, who else realized how green he was? Is, uh, Bruce Banner after first becoming the Hulk. But was oh. that worth interrupting you for? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. You, so you have 
a voice acting coach. I do, yeah. She's she's here. She graciously agreed to join us here and teach us about voice work. If you if you'd like to speak with her. Oh, excellent. Well, uh, please welcome her into the studio. Thank you. Oh my, you're. Uh, I didn't. I sorry. I didn't think you were already in the room. I didn't see you. You're very stealthy, Constance. Well, I know how to make myself scarce if I need to. I did used to be an invisibilist before I became a vocal coach. <laughs> you did. Oh, should I address you, sir? Should I address you by your life name or your online name? <laughs> I've never thought. <laughs> What's my life name? I think I know it, but I'm not sure. Constance's name is Josh. Or I know perfectly well. Oh, that's what his life name face. is. Would you like me to call you Josh, Joshua, <laughs> Ruined Picnic, Ruined, or simply Picnic? I can't say immediately. I'm going to strike Ruined off that list. Absolutely. Absolutely. Jo- Josh is fine. Josh is. My name. Josh, Josh, Josh. Perfect. Say it three times and I appear um, behind you in a mirror and kill you. Oh, you jest, you scamp. Constance, do you want to introduce yourself? Oh, of course. Of course. I'm getting old and um, forgetting certain things. My name is Constance. Do you want to try saying that again? Constance. Uh, I'm not getting the surname there, Constance. I'm... Uh, <laughs> Are you okay? Perfectly well, Josh. Perfectly well. Could you could you spell out your surname for me, Constance? Oh, interesting. This brings me to my first problem with elocution and enunciation among the current generation. Okay. Not only do you lack sufficient elocution, you also can't understand someone when they utilize it. I would be more than happy to get a, uh, a lesson. I'm here to offer some free tutelage. Sarah, tell them the first tenet, the most grievous mistake of pronunciation and voice work. I would love to, because this is actually something that uh, bothered me even before I was a voice worker, and that's something called vocal fry. Do you know what that is, Josh? I believe it's uh, something that I don't know what it is. Okay, well, it's you, you hear it a lot, and actually, maybe, Constance, do you want to explain it? I suppose I shall. Now, it's through a improper... Sarah, you passed the ball back very quickly to Constance there, I gotta say. Well, Josh, she's but an acolyte. I don't expect an acolyte or a beginner in any discipline to be able to explain some of the more subtle and important tenets of said discipline. Sarah, I apologize. Thanks. Let's consider that your first strike, Josh. How many strikes do I get? One never knows around the abyss. Sarah, will you demonstrate for the audience correct vocal fry? Uh, Perfect, perfect. You've been practicing, young lady. For a second there, I was worried for you. That's how you're supposed to feel. That's what makes it effective voice work. So the first thing you learn with Constance is that you should always have vocal fry. So I guess from here on in, I'll try to, like, only use vocal fry in my voice whenever I speak. And I think you could probably already hear how much easier it is to listen to me and... It, it, it sounds a little bit more sinister. 
it, 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 it's that's just because it's new to your ears, I think. That's interesting. Okay. So the first thing you must introduce to all of your voice work is the essential vocal fry, especially at the end of each sentence. The other thing is a certain breathiness. Okay. Breathiness. Breathiness. I say it three times so you will not forget it. Sometimes breathiness will appear behind you in the mirror and kill you. It can, yes. So we demonstrate the breathiness. Yes. And remember to keep using your vocal fry. So, like, just like lots of breathing, like vocal fry. Very good. I can see that some things, some more advanced lessons have already creeped into her voice. Perhaps you picked up on them, Josh. I mean, yeah, creep is kind of the key word there because it's unsettling. Yeah, it's creeping. She's using like superfluously, which is the hallmark of an experienced voice worker. So, Sarah, again, listen for it this time, Josh. I will. Like, if you're just, like, talking and, like... About whatever, and you just like say like or whatever. So I think you can already tell that like my voice is getting. Yeah, man, there's, with, there's certainly like, a difference. Like vocal coaching from Constance. Constance. Yeah, I think it's like easier for people to take me seriously. Well. Now, one of the most enormous misconceptions about the voice is that a sonorous, smooth, dulcet voice is pleasant to hear, but actually... Oh, thank you. No, Josh, no, you're absolutely mistaken. Your voice is all wrong. Oh, okay. Velvet is not a word that should ever be used to describe a voice of a voice worker. It should be irritating. It should be... <laughs> Hang on, Constance. I know you're a professional, but <laughs> I can't imagine that voice worker would aim to be irritating. Josh, oh my god. She's struck speechless. She, do you know who this is? I mean, I barely and do. I, I can't say her surname. She's the best voice expert in the world. Well, sure, but what's the think justification she knows for having a deliberately annoying voice? I don't, I don't get it. Constance? Yeah, I don't know what to say. I'm, I'm speechless. Of course, I don't mean to offend you. I'm just asking questions. He just doesn't. He just doesn't know. He doesn't know about our world. Right. Right. All right then. Well, your voice. Let's take you for instance, Josh. Okay. You could be considered a voice worker. Maybe. Now you don't do emotionless. There is some emotion, but this is your big mistake. Okay. People with a voice as smooth as yours tune out very quickly. I okay. They, so are you maybe saying that what you're trying to do by irritating people is just get their attention? I think it makes perfect sense because what I'm doing, I mean, we don't do exactly the same thing. She's right, but I'm doing uh, the emotionless kind, and he and he's doing interviews and things, so it is slightly different. Not at all. Not at all. Oh, the misconceptions of you. <laughs> I mean, you yourself, Constance, seem to be quite emotional. Absolutely not. I'm just using my voice in all of its mastery, all of its capabilities. When you hear her speak, I can't do anything but hear the sound of her voice. Personally, I don't know. Isn't that what you're finding? I mean, well, I mean, sure, but are there any more steps? We've got the vocal fry. First and foremost, you should be using vocal fry ad nauseum. Ad nauseum. Okay. Ad nauseum should be your 
guiding star of the world. I think that was the third time, which means ad nauseum is about to appear behind us in the mirror and kill us. Please continue, Constance. The next lesson I will impart to you, nasality. Oh, nasality, woe befalls the voice worker who does not engage. Nauseating nasality. Sarah, shall you demonstrate? Yes, uh, this is, this is, okay, this is, um, something I haven't been working on for very long. So, uh, I'll just try it now, but, um. The quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog. <laughs> Gotta say that. Wasn't particularly emotionless there. There was quite a bit of, uh, there was some glee well, in there. Sure, that's, uh, you know, glee is subjective, but, uh, I'm also new to this, so I, I certainly haven't mastered the emotionless technique I'll, I'll, of I'm perfectly willing to give you another run and doing that emotionlessly. I mean, to, to be honest, I'll try, I will try again, but this is like, um, you know, this is a lifetime of work. Like, I'm going to be a student for life, as in any art form. But, um... <clears throat> oh, very good. That just reminded me, my dear. Warm up your voice. First, you should be drinking acidic, scalding hot liquids as frequently as possible. You need to feel burning in your throat at all times. I don't think that. Uh, I'd, I'm not sure. My I dear, the hubris you're exhibiting is impressive. I am a master here. I realize that. It's just objectively, these pieces of advice really don't seem... I don't trust them. That's because you haven't tried. Shall we... Shall I lead you and young Sarah in a vocal warm-up together? As long as I know how I to scold that my friend. great, actually. No, no, that would take far too long to boil the water necessary. This is merely a quick warm-up. What you do is affect a deep growling in the pit of your throat. And you do that loudly and it all pitches. And now, are we ready? Yeah, that's good. Let's do it. Sure, okay. One, two, three. <laughs> is it hurting, Josh? It should hurt. Okay. <laughs> yes. There you are. That's what I was looking for. The cough. The okay. coughing after the warm-up. That's how you know the damage has been done. <laughs> Some pleasant, Constance. It's a sensation you grew to love. I've got to say, Constance, your voice isn't particularly... Uh, you don't have any vocal fry at That's all. That's a really good point. I haven't noticed that. What, uh, why you, is that? You know, what, what you could describe as an incredibly smooth voice. Yeah, I'm glad you noticed. Finally, I've transcended all technique. <laughs> you know, I'm beginning to suspect that, uh, you don't really know what you're talking about. I beg your pardon. Sarah, have you um, really... When you when you did the airport announcement, you did it pretty much in your own voice, and it was far better than the uh, the, the stuff Constance has you doing now. I mean, she told me it was worse. I don't think. I don't. Know. How much are these lessons costing you? They're thirty eight hundred dollars an hour. Okay, this woman is is scamming you, Sarah Constance. Uh, this, this is appalling. I don't know. <laughs> What do you, what, what, what can you say? I expect you to <laughs> apologize, I suppose. I'm, I'm now your dad, apparently. <laughs> Constance, are you taking me for a ride? You tell me, my young dear. You tell me. 
You no, tell I me. Just... Now you tell me where the beer's behind Samara. Constance, I asked you the, the question. I think you need to tell me. Let me address some of your concerns. Please, please do. I think you owe Sarah and our listeners that much. Perhaps, perhaps all of you owe me an explanation and penance and an apology, but let me see what I can do. I will defend myself by presenting my credentials. Now, I have introduced myself as Constance Burr. Is that not correct? <laughs> that is, that's, that's correct. I'm not sure what that proves. Yeah, I would agree with Josh, yeah. Now, surely you've noticed that the first part of my name is Constance. Well, yeah, I mean that. Good, good. Surely you've both heard of the incredible actress Constance Collier from Rope and Rebecca. Certainly, the one and the same. Have you heard of her, Josh? Surely um, you have. Yeah, yeah, and what's the connection? If you can cut to a commercial now, Josh, to heighten the suspense, that would be ideal. I mean, I can I can say here's a commercial and then say now we're back. Perfect, perfect, perfect. I need a moment to uh, collect my thoughts. Um, now for a word from our sponsors. Very good. Now, I didn't bring I us back yet. Is this the commercial, Constance? Because I haven't brought us back. Oh, we're back. Yes, yes, yes. Well, no, I, no, I haven't. I haven't done it yet. So this is now oh, a commercial. Yes, we yes, have to sell yes. something before we can go back now. Oh, please, please. In fact, um, I have forwarded you the information to my coaching classes. Perhaps you can sell some of those. Thirty-eight hundred an hour. So this is the commercial to your coaching classes. What you do is you ask me to go to commercial, and then you just tell me. I will come to you, have voice, will travel, Constance Abur at Constance Abur at gmail.com. That's Constance Abur at gmail.com. Okay, I will point out to the listeners that this commercial, it's being recorded in the middle of a debate about whether or not Constance is, is any good. All right. Uh, we back then? <laughs> no, Constance, I still haven't said and we're back. I have to confess, I'm not exactly sure how to do this one. Just let me know when this to This is start. the first opportunity you've had to do some actual voice work. No, I do voice work all the time, young man. You're not even familiar with my work. I've just never recorded it. <laughs> What are you doing voice work for, then? <laughs> this is still the commercial, by the way. I am the commercial? Sarah, no. you're in the commercial now. No, get her out of it! I'll go get a glass of scalding water while you guys finish up this commercial break. Sure. Do I speak now? <laughs> yeah, you keep going. This is still the commercial, by the way. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what else I can say. I have my email address, and I teach voice work. 3800 an hour, children. Uh, get the best voice in uh, the industry. <laughs> okay, and we're back. <laughs> so, Constance, what was the question again? <laughs> You asked me for my credentials, or rather, oh, that's I right. and you and you referenced an actress who shares your first name. Yes, yeah. Well, um, so you've noticed that my name, Constance Burr, has something in common with the actress Constance Collier. Sure. Well, <laughs> I rest my case. <laughs> no, 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 no. That is no kind of credential. 
Josh, I, I just got to say, like, on a little sidebar here, that I feel like you are in the very last days of 2016 uncovering the voice workers scandal of maybe the last three centuries. If we can do uh, one good thing in 2016, Sarah, it will be to bust this thing wide open. Let's just see if we can expose her as a fraud or as, you know, the, the master she says she is. And if she's a fraud, get all my money back. I mean, I, I'm out like nearly 70 grand. Yeah, this is serious. You think so? <laughs> you might not. <laughs> it's your money. Good point. Good is point. It, is it serious to you? It is now, Josh. Well, it there is we now. Go. It's just not feeling right to me anymore. If I expected to be treated like this, I perhaps wouldn't have agreed to your 95th lesson, Sarah. Does this count as one of Sarah's lessons? Absolutely, Josh! I didn't come here for you! You're not signing the checks, are you? I think, uh, Sarah, I think there's no doubt that you've been bamboozled. Swindled. Swindled. Taken for a ride. Yeah. Taken for a long what? ride to Bullshitsville. Sucks when you put it that way. Constance, I've had enough of this chicanery. Sarah, I can't believe you're siding with him. I explained my credentials. Yeah, but I now that I hear Josh hear your credentials, <laughs> yes, they don't sound legitimate to me. That's not a very good reason. I excuse me, young lady. No, you excuse me, older lady. I am telling you that sharing a first name with the best actress, sure, the best actress. Yes, I agree, Hi. she's the best. But you just share a first name. So what are you saying? I'm saying I think you're a, a fraud. Well, would a fraud admit to this? I was only looking for friendship. Y yes. No, absolutely not. In fact, not. that sounds like a flat-out confession. No, no. Cons women do not look for friends. They look for people to... <laughs> you talked about the, the beginning of your name. It's Con. Oh my god, Josh. And that's exactly what you've pulled here. It is. I'm going to call whatever the voice worker's equivalent of TMZ is, and I'm going to get this published. Please don't. I'll never make another friend. Maybe you don't, <laughs> maybe you don't deserve to. Maybe not. I agree with Josh. I really I really feel uh, that my trust has been betrayed. You've absolutely 2016, Sarah. I've been 2016. Hashtag 2016. I bet if she pulled off her mask, it would just be a 2016 under there. <laughs> just like a calendar. Just like a 2016 <laughs> calendar under Let's like do a it. face. Sarah, Sarah hold Constance down. Oh, please don't stop Let's moving. Scooby Let's do this, <laughs> motherfucker. I'm pulling off the mask. Don't pull off anything! Yeah! Oh. <gasps> Holy shit. You were right. It's just the calendar. It's 2016. Yep, there's January. There's February. There's, oh my god. July is missing for some reason, but that's almost all of 2016, wearing a Constance mask. Where's your money been going? I don't know. I Apparently, to this calendar's disguise man do i feel like a dog's rear end really yeah a bit of a chump you know a chump a chump is what they feed sharks yeah oh man i uh i just realized i saw her ad and a piece of it was torn off it mm. said looking for a chum and i bet the pee was torn off <laughs> got rid of the pee holy moly oh my god what will I tell Bob Hope? Maybe, maybe that's where the P went. Maybe it's Bob Ho. That would make sense why I wasn't able to find the airport on the map and also never received my paycheck. Well, folks, uh, we're... Great with, news. With that. <laughs> great news. Great news. I'm acting again. I am available hey. for your...
movie and television projects as of $70,000 ago, I will work for any amount of money <laughs> because I no longer have any. Sarah, that's, uh, that is great. I mean, you presented those great news. I'm not sure it is, but uh, I'm glad to hear that you're back in the game. I don't know what I'm going to do. I would like people to promise me that they never go to Bob Hope Airport. Or indeed Bob Hope Airport. Or Bob Hope. Airport. <laughs> sounds like yeah. a, sounds like a whaler has seen Bob off the starboard bow and has shouted Bob Ho. Yeah, I wish I could laugh, but uh, <laughs> but it's first, not funny. It wasn't a funny thing to have said. My heart's just broken, and then on top of it, I've, I've taught myself not to feel wow. over the last few months. I don't know how I'm going to bounce back from this. On that note, everyone, we're saying goodbye to 2016. See ya. Hey, huge... That sounds like a weird sound. I don't like that for some reason. Hey, huge, hey, huge Jackman. Hey, Hugh Jackman, is that something? Huge, <laughs> huge thanks to my guest for this episode, Sarah Lynn. She did an incredible job. I'm sure you'll agree. Truly an amazing job. Uh, you can find her on Twitter, at Sarah Lindish. You can also find her in films and TV shows. I implore you to go out and do that and get some culture, you sons of bitches. Speaking of you, the audience who I love very much, uh, I want to give a huge, uh, Hugh Jackman thanks to you as well um for sticking with the podcast i mean if you if you have emailed me or sent me a nice message which so many people have uh if you've left a rating or a review thank you so much for doing that and even if you just listen it means the world to me uh, because this is uh it takes a fair bit of work but it's also a lot of fun and I love doing it, and the fact that people enjoy it, it makes it incredibly worthwhile. Um, also, a huge Jackman thanks to all the guests I've had throughout the year. Without them, you know, it would just be this, me talking. <laughs> um, which probably isn't sustainable, is it? Week after week. So 2017 will hopefully have plenty of new guests, plenty of returning guests, or your old favourites. And uh, we won't have an episode next week, because I need to take a break, to be honest. But um, after that... We will be back stronger than ever. <laughs> have you ever heard someone say something with such confidence? I have been Josh. This has been Now We're Talking. Bye. Yeah. Well, listen, this is a very, this is a very special episode because normally I uh, ignore what I've just said. <laughs> 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 this isn't a very special episode. Good. I'm glad to hear it. Uh, we found the <laughs> we found the news story about the giraffe that was referenced earlier, and the headline is "Zoo defends killing healthy giraffe and feeding it to lions." Uh, keepers at a Danish zoo defend the decision to put down a <laughs> this is this is in quotes surplus giraffe in front of a crowd of people, saying it was following strict anti-breeding rules. Eighteen-month-year-old Marius, eighteen-month-year-old, I, <laughs> I haven't read that right. <laughs> 18 month years he lived only to have this happen to him. 18 month old Marius, a giraffe at Copenhagen Zoo, was coaxed into a yard of the zoo and given his favorite food of rye bread as a last supper. He was then shot in the head from behind and cut apart in front of a crowd of people before parts of the carcass were fed to the lion. I mean, Sarah, what do you think of that? If I was uh, captured and put on display and was about to be killed execution style, I would rather not just get bread and water. <laughs> sure. Right. I, die. I mean, they, they, say, they could yeah, do they, that. 
That's a good point. They say that was his favourite meal, but like, I, I don't think they'd given him ravioli. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Apparently, the Count of they also believe the Count of Monte Cristo's favourite meal was mouldy bread and dirty water. But uh, we tried moussaka, everything. Like he likes bread and water, <laughs> and he <laughs> likes getting <laughs> shot in the back leg. <laughs> Marius's favorite game of eating bread and water before being shot in the back of the head went terribly wrong on Saturday when the shot to the back of his head killed him. <laughs> Marius as well. It's such like a <laughs> it's such like a confident name. <laughs> I feel like he was just like fuck yeah, bread and water back. <laughs> Marius did not think they would do that. Now I'm imagining that, like, there were two huge ladders involved, and one was in front of Marius, so the person could climb up with the bread, and the other one was behind Marius, so the other person could climb up and, like, aim properly to get him. <laughs> <laughs> so if you and zoom, and they bring in two ladders, you're in, you're in run for your life. For? Now every time I have my favorite meal, I'm going to be looking over my shoulder. Why does Josh spin in circles whenever he eats grilled cheese sandwiches? Well, <laughs> it disturbs me that you know. Now I think you have a plan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Imagine if the only way to execute any animal, including humans, was with two ladders. Two people, two ladders. <laughs> two people, two ladders. Their favorite meal. <laughs> if someone starts feeding you from a ladder, you know to run. Get out of there. Mm -hmm. Just get out. But then again, your Run. favorite food, so it's going to be so tempting. Nope, that's a trick. That's a trick. Poor, poor Marius. Rest in peace, Marius.